Welcome back to Birdie and the Cowboy Sports Talk. I'm Dylan Patterson, Bird Dog Dylan Patterson, and today myself and the Cowboy Jalen Mooney will recap last week's action. This is our 10th episode so far, which is completely insane to say because it does not feel like that at all. Without further ado, let's jump into South Carolina's high school football playoff news and recaps from last week. Alright, let's jump right into the action. My playoff game of the week from last week was the matchup between Camden and Oceanside. But unfortunately, Oceanside had to forfeit this game due to COVID-19. So instead, I'll cover Dorman and Northwestern, a 5A game from last week. This game was expected to be a win by a dominant rushing attack, dominant Dorman rushing attack. But that was not the case at all. Northwestern jumped out to a lead and never looked back. In the first half, Northwestern was up by as many as 20 points. This is unheard of if you follow Dorman football at all. They don't give up that many points in a game, usually much less a half of football. Northwestern quarterback Will Madison contributed for 196 yards out of 308 total yards for the team on the first four drives of the game. Madison capped off the game going 22-34 for 237 yards through the air with one touchdown and only one interception. Northwestern's wide receivers Jarrell Watkinson and Elijah Codwell forced this Dorman secondary coming for 184 yards and one touchdown. Also, Northwestern running back Kyle Aldry had a good performance as he rushed for 87 yards, but also had two touchdowns for the Trojans of Northwestern. What an upset over Dorman. Watch out for this Northwestern team later this week as they play in the 5A Upper State Championship game to determine who goes to state. Man, what an incredible performance by the Northwestern Trojans and a huge upset over the Dorman Cavaliers. Let's go ahead and move on to my game of the week from last week, which was Chapman facing Daniel. This was a crazy high-scoring game as we expected. We both thought that Chapman would come away with a victory, but Danny wasn't having any part of that as they defeat the defending state champs in 3A by a score of 49 to 35. Daniel was able to just do whatever they wanted against the Chapman defense, and they were on a roll. Chapman just couldn't get stops at all, and that's what won this game for Daniel. I said, I said it would come down to who gets the most defensive stops, and Daniel did. There wasn't many, but they just got more than Chapman. And they came away with the important dub. Daniel will play in the Upper State Championship later this week. You'll hear more about that game next episode. Yeah, Birdie, also, we just got to give a shout-out to uh, a solid Chapman team that, led by star wide receiver Walt Waddell. What a season he had. Yeah, great He'll season. be back next year. And, uh, but that's all I got to say about that game. All right, two great games in Carolina last week, but we still have a few more games to go over. All right, Birdie. First up, we have a 4A matchup between Catawba Ridge at Irmo. We both got this wrong game incorrect. We yeah. both thought Irmo would come away with a win. But Catawba Ridge wins by 20, 41 to 20. Just a well-coached team. Next up, we got another 4A showdown. Myrtle Beach at Buford. Dylan picked this one right. An offensive showdown. I'm surprised Buford got outscored, but they did. Credit to Myrtle Beach and J.J. Jones. This receiving attack is nice. Myrtle Beach takes that game 49-37. All right. Next up, we got Gaffney at T.L. Hanna. This was an upset game of the week as Gaffney loses 34-33. Next up, we have... Dorman Northwestern, we already covered that game. We both picked that game incorrect, by the way. All right, next up we got Carolina Forest at Dutch Fork. Can we believe Carolina Forest hung 42 on this Dutch Fork team? Very impressive. Very impressive. Which, which makes you worry about Dutch Fork giving up 42 points. Yes, I know. But they still can score as they put up 63. Next up we have a 3A matchup, Woodruff at Wren. I got this game right. You went with Woodruff with the upset, but that didn't happen. Hurricanes take care of business, 39-7. to Let's just talk Woodruff. about that game right quick. Woodruff had 37 yards rushing on the night. They have one of the top running backs in 3A. 
What a game Wren came out and played. Well-coached ball team. They came out with a perfect scheme. Coach State has a good scheme and Wren. All right, next up we have another 3A showdown. Dylan at Gilbert. We both pick out this one wrong. This is just a surprise all around. Dylan just got completely embarrassed. This game was, I mean, who would have who would have seen this come between the two unbeatens of the low country? Gilbert just came out and shut down a solid Dylan rushing attack, and now we see Dylan and Chapman, our two A three, our two three A favorites, go down. Gilbert wins that one, 37-6. A dominating performance for Gilbert. Next up, we have two A action between Christchurch and they played at Great Collegiate. Both got this game right. Great Collegians take care of business. Over a not as talented Christchurch Cavaliers team, Gray wins 33-0. to Next up, we got Andrews at Peleon. Andrews wins this one 28-19. They just played a great game from the start, and this offense was too much for Andrews to run with, for Peleon to run with. Next up, 1A action, Blackville Hilda at Southside Christian. Man, this was another upset. We both got it wrong. Southside Christian takes this game over Blackville Hilda. 24 to 7. Definitely did not see that one coming Very at all. We, we absolutely stunk it up this week, Brady. Next up, we got Well Branch at Bamberger Earnhardt. This was an 18 to 15 game and just quality game and very defensive. But Bamberg gets the win. 18 15. And that'll wrap up our high school segment on today's episode. So let's go ahead and jump into our college ball recaps from last week. First up, let's go over with my game of the week from last week. The game that I highlighted was a group of five game, but I knew it would be a dandy of a game. I had the App State Mountaineers visiting the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers as my game of the week. This game did not disappoint at all, as it was a great ball game. Both defensive played decent, but this was a great performance by the Coastal offense. QB Grayson McCall balled out. And also, this Coastal defense racked up two defensive scores late to seal this game. It was a close game until about five minutes ago in the fourth quarter. Coastal takes this one 34-23. Jay, any other games you'd like to highlight from oh, last yeah, week? Oh, yeah, Birdie. We got number 10, Wisconsin, at number 19, Northwestern, in a dandy of a game. This one was 17-7, Northwestern win. Hard to believe over a solid Wisconsin team. Both got that one wrong. Man, a lot of wrongs this week. Yeah, I know. Next up, we have Kansas State at Iowa State. You had Kansas State winning this game. I had Iowa State winning. Iowa State takes care of business. Yeah. 45-0. to zip. Next up, we got number seven, Cincinnati at UCF. We both got this game wrong as Cincinnati wins 36-33 over the Bearcat, uh, uh, over UCF Knights. Surprising as UCF builds a great offense, but they lose this one at home. By only three points to a very good Cincinnati ball team. Next up, we have the 21st team, the 21st ranked team in the country last week, but no longer this week, as that was Liberty at NC State. Both got this game wrong. What a great game. The Wolfpack of NC State wins this one 15-14. to 14. What a heartbreak heartbreak game for Liberty. Next up, we got Mississippi State at Georgia. We both got this one correct, Birdie, as UGA takes care of business, 31-24. A great debut for JT Daniels. We'll talk about him later we'll on about in this that episode. Later on. Next up, we had the rivalry game, Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Jay picked this game right, 41-13 Sooners. He said that was his upset of the week. He got it. Next up, we got Kentucky at number one, Alabama. Will Alabama cover the spread is the real question. Indeed, they do with a 63-3 win. As they even give a little playing time to back up quarterback, who throws his first touchdown of the season, Bryce Young. Congratulations to Bryce Young on his first collegiate touchdown. Next up, we didn't cover this game last week, but it was a good game, so we're going to go ahead and recap it. We had UCLA at number 11, Oregon. Oregon has looked shaky this season. Yeah. I don't think they're legit. 
they only beat UCLA 38-35, and it was at home, which makes it even worse. Next up, we had an absolute game. Number nine, Indiana, at number three, Ohio State. Indiana came in this game, played solid defensively. Showed the world that Justin Fields might be talked about, talked about a little too much too as much. he throws three picks. This game, Ohio State wins at 42-35 in the end, but this game was closer than the score, and really it should have been the other way, as Indiana had three unforced fumbles, two of them on their way to score. Yep, just bad fundamentals for bad Indiana. Fundamentals. They will get better, though. Their coach was really fired up after that game. He was not disappointed in his team at all. Watch for Indiana. Next year they'll come back. Big, yeah. They'll come back bigger and better. And their whole team sophomores. Yep, their whole team's young. Pretty well, sophomores. Given the next Ohio two State, seasons, they might be a playoff team. Let's talk about Ohio State though. They have looked shaky this year. Indiana just absolutely abused them through the air. If Ohio State draws Bama in the playoffs, it's a, it's a wrap. They're going to get smoked. Mac Jones might throw for six hundred. If if Florida ends up making the play, that's a stretch. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, Penix almost threw for five. Mac Jones is a way better than Penix. So it's Trask. Yeah, and if if Florida gets in there, they're going to get smoked by Florida too. The, the only hope for Ohio State is for them to draw Notre Dame or Clemson, which Clemson will probably smoke them too through the air. Yeah. Next up, we have two new QB1s in the SEC. We got a true freshman in Luke Dottie from South Carolina. Luke was an absolute stud other than the pick on the final drive. We've seen a guy who was mobile and dominated outside the pocket while still possessing the ability to complete downfield throws. We saw a dude who was calm in the pocket and good awareness. Give him a few games, and this dude will be an absolute gamer at QB for the Carolina Gamecocks. What a great move. Next up, we have USC transfer JT Daniels. This dude came out and produced. Credit, we witnessed him play against the Mississippi State D, who has been suspect in the past game a few times this year. Though he should coast to a 3-0 record, 3-0 record in, his first three, in his first three starts, and I'm expecting him to put up at least 900 yards and 7 TDs this season. I fully expect him to lead UGA back to the Eastern Crown if he returns next season. They will be a force to be reckoned with next season. And that's where we'll conclude this episode of Birdie and the Cowboy Sports Talk. Thank you for listening and supporting our podcast. We really appreciate all the love we get from y'all. Please feel free to share and subscribe. Check us out on Instagram, Birdie and the Cowboy Sports Talk. Also, check up our check out our website, which the bio is in. Our, the, our, the website is in the bio of our Instagram. Again, thank you for listening to Birdie and the Cowboy Sports Talk.